Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The fastest three hours in radio. You're with Brian Kilmeade. Let me give you an example. Um, there, there have been some, including the American Petroleum Institute, who have claimed that this is an issue of having access uh, or funds. Um, the oil and gas industry has a lot of permits. Onshore alone, more than 9,000 unused approved permits to drill. And I would note that only 10% of drilling is happening on federal lands. The other 90% is on private lands. But I'm talking about the 10% in that case. So the argument that there are just no opportunities to drill for oil is just not true. Really? But what about the regulations you put in place? And are permits all it takes? I haven't seen Jen Psaki in a hard hat in the oil fields, but maybe I just have, have to get out more. Kathleen Skama joins us now. Uh, Kathleen is the president of the Western Energy Alliance. Uh, that represents 200 member companies engaged in all aspects of environmentally responsible and exploration and production uh, of oil and natural gas in the West. Kathleen, I want you to thanks so much for joining me. I want you to take on Jen Psaki's comments. I imagine you hear that and you, your head you, your head wants to explode. Well, actually, what she said is correct, and but the, the, the spinning of it is what's the problem. So we are indeed lucky that in the United States, only 10% of our oil and natural gas production is federal. Because if more were federal, then we wouldn't be the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Because the federal government puts up so many roadblocks on federal lands that we're lucky that the most prolific basins, the Bakken in North Dakota, the Haynesville in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, the uh, Permian in Texas and New Mexico, we're lucky that those predominantly are on non-federal lands. But in the Rockies, where I am, I'm in Denver, we have a lot of public lands. And the most prolific basins in the West do have public lands. And it's almost impossible to develop in the West without touching some federal lands or minerals. And so when we do hit a pocket of federal minerals, we have to go through this whole years-long process in order to develop. And so with it's, it's, it's bad enough in normal times, but when you have an administration that is putting up additional roadblocks and drawing out the process, putting up more bureaucracy, starting off with more new regulations, trying to starve our industry of capital, then it really becomes very difficult to operate on federal lands. And I'd love to take on the 9,000 permits and leases if we have time for that. Yes, right now. Go ahead. Great. So, indeed, there are about 9,000 outstanding permits on federal lands. So she is correct in that respect. However, um, a permit to drill is not the only permit that's necessary. We need rights of way which also come from the federal government, in order to lay the pipelines and the gas gathering lines. Because we now, because of pressure from investors and from um, environmental groups, we don't want to flare at all anymore. So we want to capture all the natural gas right away. And, and that's probably a good thing, although in some senses when the nation is uh, when, when there are high gasoline prices, we can't turn on those oil wells as quickly as we could in the past. But we want to reduce flaring, but we need pipelines in place to capture that gas. 
And guess what? Environmentalists stop pipelines all across the country. So if we can't get the rights of way and the pipelines to put that natural gas in, we can't develop that oil well. So that's one reason some of those permits don't go drilled. Another reason is that the federal government is so inefficient that companies have to get in hand several years of drilling permits before they can really start because they don't know how long it will take the federal government to get any one particular permit. And you don't want to get into a situation where you've drilled a, a certain number of wells and then you have to stop your rig to wait for federal permits because that permit could take a month, two months, six months, a year. So we do have to, because of the inefficiency of the federal government, we have to have several permits in hand. And not several, but many. So you might have a well pad that um, has eight wells on it, um, but that well pad can be drilled in a matter of months, and then you want to move on to the next one. So we need to have many years of permits in hand, and sometimes you start off drilling, and that one well or a couple wells determine that, you know what, there really aren't enough there isn't enough oil and natural gas on this particular lease. Um, we're not going to drill all these other permits that we thought we were going to. So it's those inefficiencies in the federal permitting system that does cause us to have that large inventory, and not all of those permits get drilled. So is that part of the reason Excel pipeline wasn't done? They've had three years to get it done, but environmental challenges and court cases stopped that thing from being finished? Well, the Keystone XL pipeline story started out, I think it was in the mid-2000s. And they started going through all the processes, and then they were required to get a uh, permit from the Department of State because the pipeline crosses into Canada. And so the, the, uh, that's another reason that permits don't get developed. I haven't even talked about that, the environmental analysis. Um, now, environmental analysis is great, except it's used to delay projects and stretch them out for years and years. And that's what happened with Keystone. Its environmental analysis took all this time, and then the Obama administration came in and stopped the permit. The Trump administration then restarted the permit, and then, of course, we know the Biden administration came in and stopped the permit. So it's very susceptible to government manipulation, political manipulation, and it's unfortunate that the process in the United States for so many things, not just pipelines, roads and bridges as well, can take so many years, increase the cost so long, and give opportunities for environmental groups to sue on that environmental analysis and also to right. just stop things outright. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So um, I'm looking at Jamie Dimon at J.P. Morgan Chase. He wants to drill more. He said the Biden administration has been struggling to convince oil and gas companies to increase production. That's a totally inaccurate assessment. Is that right? Well, they really haven't set this, sent the right signals to the industry. Um, they continue to move forward with a regulation out of the SEC 
that is designed to starve our industry of capital. So we have this signal, oh yeah, they want us to drill more now because they're in hot water, because you know voters and, and, and Americans are beating down their doors because gasoline prices are high. So they're saying to us, yes, we want you to, to, to drill more now, but we don't have any assurance that they're going to stop with all this new over-regulation, and we don't have the insurance that they're not going to put future capital at risk. So that well we drill today be, could carry additional risk tomorrow. Right. And so it really is chilling the marketplace. Real quick, Kathleen, could you get natural gas to Europe quickly? Well, we're very proud that in January we delivered more natural gas via liquefied natural gas exports uh, to Europe than Russia did through pipelines. We could export more. Um, we did have the administration approve two LNG export terminals last week. So we take that as a good sign. But if we can't get pipelines to deliver the natural gas to those LNG export terminals on the coast, then, you know, it almost becomes a moot point. Gotcha. So we need the administration to move forward with pipelines and LNG. Thanks, Kathleen. Very educational. I'm pulling for you guys uh, and resp- because you're very responsible and we need it. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.